Hey guys, Mateo Lane and Emma Wilman here for another episode of Inside the Closet. Today, Emma and I are talking. Emma's literally calling from a closet. We'll get into that. We talk everything from religion to Christian comics to uh, <laughs> uh, some Twitter feuds that are happening. It's a really fun episode. So make sure to like and subscribe and enjoy. Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Um, we're back with another episode, and Emma and I tried doing this earlier, and she's currently in the closet um, recording this. Yeah. Emma, I want you to know you don't have to have shame. Um, you don't need to be afraid. Uh, we, you know, through, through little hints and clues, we've sort of pieced together that you might be a lesbian. Yeah. I, I wonder why... People, I mean, I get hiding in the closet, but I—they could have been. It could have been like I'm in the bathroom or I'm under the bed or something. But I, I'm in the closet because I read that it's good for good for podcasting sound to be in the closet. So, I and also I'm in Vegas and Ashley. It's it's 8 a.m. here and Ashley's asleep, so I'm I, I hid in the closet. We were being in the closet. Are, are the lights on? No circulation. I'll tell you that. So if all of a sudden so you don't you're hear just me, in a dark I, closet. No, I turned the light on. Oh, okay. And you're at the Rio? I'm at the Rio in Vegas, and yeah, it just is what it is. Um, Do you think when you were, like, 21 or 22 and you started doing stand-up, and I was like, in 10 years, you're going to be at the Rio in a closet in Vegas talking to a friend on the phone? I... I don't even, I, it's so weird to think about, like, trying to predict, like, when you start out, and maybe in any career, but then, I feel like, especially in entertainment, where it's, like, you can have such, like, del- you know, there's so many different ways things can go. Delusions of grandeur, yeah, or whatever about the phrase to say is, that, yeah. But it's, like, and I still ha- have those, but it's... When you start out... Well, you have to be delusional when you start out. You're like, I'm a star. Right. You know what I mean? And you have two minutes of bad jokes, and you're like, I'm a star. Like, right. that's the crazy thing about stand-up is, like, you kind of just have to start. You just have to start with confidence. And then over time, you know, you look back, and you're like, oh, I was, I was um, really I bad. Wonder if, I wonder if, like, oh, like, all, like, 21, 22-year-olds are like that. Because like, I remember, I know, like, when you... Yes, like, the, every 21-year-old thinks, yeah. and so did we, right. when we were 21, thought we oh. knew... Everything. Oh, without a doubt. I remember being like, I remember doing some interview at Simmons with the career counselor. And they're like, so what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to have a business. I want to run for Congress. I want to get into PR. Run for Congress? Yeah, because I had interned, interned at the state house for a state senator who, like, two days into my internship, she like, came into the office and was like, just so everybody knows, I'm not seeking re-election, so just do what you want. Oh. And- and then, and I remember I could just, like, kind of, I would just, like, go sit in, like, the cafeteria. And then I interned at a PR place, and that internship, like, I remember I had to, what did I do? Oh, oh, you'll get a kick out of this. I had to send, it was some kind of candy that they wanted celebrities to take photos of themselves with. So they were having me send these candy care packages to, like, all these, like, like models and actresses hoping they would what? like get a picture in TMZ with it and like none of the actresses did it because it was like it was like some it was that it was that rope candy like that was like 
It's a nerd's rope. rope. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my god, nerd's rope. Nerd's rope is the best candy. I, I should have. I wish I time was different and I could have sent it to you. Because I, I mean, I used to steal all of it when I used to work at Michael's. I would steal all the really? nerd rope and just eat. Oh my god, yes, I would steal all of it and eat it. It was. I loved nerd's rope. I loved nerd's. I don't think I ever tried the rope, but I would literally just be sending it out to people for like four hours a day for like six months, five months. If you had, if you had to pick your top three favorite candies, what would oh, they be? Good question. Man, I guess I would say Twix, <sighs> Swedish Fish or Sour Patch Kids or Hasbro gummies, York peppermint patties. Donut. This is going on five, six. Donut. Um, Donuts are not candy. That's a dessert. I ate a donut yesterday, and it was so fun. The donuts like, are... By the way, donuts, uh, I believe, are more fun than cake. It's... Yeah, that's a tough... It's because it was like... It was like a luxury donut. And I've been... What I was, was the donut? It was... Ashley and I split one, and then I got some kind of Boston cream. But it was like fancy, fancy, fancy donuts. Luxury donuts. Um, what, what are your candies? It was my favorite. Okay, so this is a a, a tight battle between <laughs> Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Oh, me too, me too, me too. And and it has to be fresh. And what I mean by fresh is like when it's not. Fresh when, you know when like you get. Uh huh. Fresh from Nana's house. Right. I mean, it has to be like cr- like crisp, like on the bottom, like in the you know the middle has to be really soft. And I like them either in the fridge or like a cooler than room temperature, like. Wherever, I don't like them too hot, and I don't like them frozen. I know some people who love them frozen. Oh, I, I don't like, like them frozen. frozen. I, I like the frozen. I, I I don't not like them. I mean, the taste is still there, but like I like the texture of like the like the like the sort of crisp crunch. I am talking like this is Bon Appetit, and I'm like reviewing like a filet mignon. It's a fucking Reese's peanut butter cup. But um, then it's a kind of a tight battle between Sour Patch Kids. I love Sour Patch Kids. Spreeze. Oh, I forgot. The hard spreeze in the rolls. I forgot about spreeze. I didn't even know they Uh, made those anymore. And then sweet tarts, like the bigger sweet sweet tarts, tarts. like the crunchy ones. And I don't like chewy, chewy spreeze, chewy sweet tarts. Get out of here. Also, the watermelon Sour Patch Kids, go fuck yourself. Oh, I like those also. Mm -mm. Yeah, I like Mm -mm. those. Yeah, Sour Patch Kids, men, whenever they came up with that recipe for Sour Patch Kids, they must, could you imagine? And then they, and then they knew to make them the perfect size. You know what I mean? Right. Because they're too much bigger. Mm -hmm. But those are another one. I like those, like, dried out. Like, I don't like them too moist. I like them dried out, kind Mm -hmm. of. You should have a, you should have a, it would be Candy review show. Yeah, yeah, and it would be funny, too, if it was, like. Because I guess they couldn't serve these at restaurants, but, like, if you didn't have the name of it, but, like, had all the descriptors as though it were some fancy thing, and then... Right, they'd be like, oh, this is like, like a... F- oh, it's a Sour Patch Kid. You will love the next time. And you're, time. you're like, it's well uh, made, and it's from wherever the fuck they make those. Uh, Ohio. Uh, from our dessert tonight, we use the best milk chocolate, which is slowly <laughs> hardened into a circular shape filled with a creamy peanut oh, butter eight. mix. Fla- you're like, ooh. Ooh, this sounds good. And then you're like, it's a Reese's peanut butter. And it comes in the orange package. Yeah. I wonder if you could, if you could like re, if you took them out of the package and like changed the shape of it, if you could like, could sell it. I mean, no, you know what? You couldn't because people could. You identify, are such a con man. Yeah. And you know what? People could identify that fucking taste anywhere. Anywhere. The taste also. Taste and look, the Reese's also don't work when they like 
make Reese's bunny or Reese's right. like like the Easter bunny or Christmas tree, which it never looks like a Christmas tree, just like a pile of shit. Yeah, the ratios are all off when you have that stuff. Right, it's too much peanut butter. It's yeah. too soft. Is that no? Mm. You got the cup. Stick with the cup. I agree. I I um. Do you like pie or cake better? <sighs> I think cake, but I love pie too. I just love sugar. Sugar is just like so. And I try to have it like think of it more now as like a real treat. But it's just like when I was eating that donut yesterday, I felt like the chemistry in my brain changed, and I was. <laughs> but this is the thing because I love sugar so much. I really want to be, like, emotionally ready for me to start eating it. Because once I eat it, I want more. So, like, mm-hmm. last night I came in after my show and Ashley was like, do you want a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? And I was like, no. Because I'm not, like, emotionally ready. If I eat it now, I'm just going to run down and get more. I have to be, like, calm, cool, and collected. Right. At least you're aware of that. Have you ever had a cookie that some... See, for me, I can identify Pillsbury cookies. Have you ever had someone try to, like, pawn something off as homemade, but you know that it was not... There's always, you can always tell when something is homemade versus when it's not. Yeah. Like when Boomer Banks, um, at Bob the Drag Queen's house, he's a, he's a porn actor. Oh, wow. And he's great and amazing, and I love him. And uh, we had a pie contest, and Boomer uh, won second place. I won first. Congratulations. But Boomer's crust, there's some debate still whether Boomer's crust was homemade or not. He says it was. Yes, he does. And the rest of us would like to see evidence. <laughs> you know. You know. I, I, I'm not saying he didn't, but, but Boomer knows. Yeah, you know, because you, 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 you're like, you don't even need a, a sophisticated palate. Because I used to, when I was in like, like health classes, we, I remember we had to make hummus. And I bought store-bought hummus, and then I was like, oh, they're going to know. So I crushed up a bunch of garlic and put it in the hummus. I, like, fucked up the hummus, so it oh. seemed homemade. Oh. Because I'm a hustler. Crushed up garlic? <laughs> I don't know yeah, that would taste up, good. I crushed up garlic and put it in the hummus. And, no, it didn't taste good. I got a B. But if I had submitted <laughs> it as is, they would have been like, Here, you're getting a Q because you cheated. <laughs> I remember that. I was in summer school, and I was like, I don't want to cook hummus in my fucking dorm room. So I just bought some. I, I don't even, I, hummus is just like mashed up chickpeas with olive oil and, like, flavoring, right? Yes, this is true. But don't you need, like, a processor or something? Yeah, you need, like, a food. I mean, you, I guess you could do it with one of those, like, those, like things they make the guacamole in. I don't even um, know. I forget the Spanish word. Like, a, you know, like those rock bowls. Oh, with, I know like, what the you're rock. talking about, a smasher thing. Yeah, wait, what are those called? I should I, know this. Did you yeah, see that up. did you see that Rosario Dawson I don't she came out but I don't know as what. Did you see that? No. So it happened I think this morning. Rosario Dawson came out with I'm gonna look it up right now so I don't need to pull anything. I don't wanna um say she came out as the wrong thing because I know that'd be Oh funny. Rosario Dawson okay, hold on. Actually, let's see. But it's Rosario Dawson officially comes out as part of the LGBTQ Community. Actress Rosario Dawson is adding intrigue to rumors about her sexuality in an interviewing with Bustle, the 40-year-old star of Briar Patch, clarified a 2018 Instagram post in which she paid homage to LGBT community during Pride Month. Many fans read between the lines. She added, I mean, I guess I, oh, I did, uh, people kept saying that I came out. I didn't do that. I mean, if it's not inaccurate, but I never did come out, come out. She added, oh. I mean, I guess I am now. Um, she did not elaborate on how she identifies her sexuality. She clarified that she's never actually been in a queer relationship. 
Uh, I've never had relationship in that space. It's also never felt like an authentic calling to me. Um, so we're okay. so we're really pulling at straws here. I mean, that's like someone's like. So in the past, you supported gay people. Do you think you have or LGBTQI people have given any tendencies? And then she's like, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, everybody. What is everybody? Everything is everything. And then the press is like, well, Mario Dawson is a raging homosexual. What, what, and they know. really did make it talk. Diesel Dyke, Dr. Yeah. Rosario Dawson. It's like, I think she just was talking about, like, freedom and sexuality and, right. like, not, not. <laughs> well, who is that woman that's getting all that shit from the good place? What's her name? I don't With know. With the bangs? I well, know I guess, oh, God. Um, did she come out or is she? Well, there's a whole good place star. Uh, I've never seen the good place. God, I can't remember her name. She's got the Oh, name. Jamila, Jamila, Jamil. Oh, this sounds familiar. What'd she say? So basically what happened is, here's my understanding, so anyone who's going to use this against me, fuck off. <laughs> basically what happened is, is she is someone who, like, I guess she's always, like, calling people out on Twitter for, like, doing the right thing, which is fine. And then she got an, a, an, um, a role in the FX show Pose, as one of the ballroom judges. Mm -hmm. And people were coming after her saying, like, this isn't for you, this is for, like, trans people of color or, like, people in that community or people in the ballroom community, like, should be representing this role. And she replied, well, because of my, my, like, essentially, like, my star power, I'll bring light and educate people, like, I'll use this as an educational opportunity, like, this role... Rather than saying, oh, yeah, like, I'll give it, you're right, I should step down or whatever. So then, like, everyone started attacking her. Then she started coming out about, like, her illnesses. Uh -huh. Then there were these reports that she was attacked by bees multiple times. Like, and oh, oh, and what happened is she also, this is the main part, I forgot, is that she said, well, I'm queer. She's, you know, I'm queer now, so I can be in this role. How convenient. That's what she said. <laughs> so I'm not saying she's not queer. She might be queer. Right. I, I'm not saying, I, I really have no opinion on any of this because I'm sort of done with Twitter. But um, oh, she's that sort of. Oh, is going uh, down? Everything's going down on Twitter. I went on Twitter, I go on Twitter now just to like promote my shows. Right. And like I found myself scrolling through Twitter for like three seconds and immediately started feeling like dread. You know, I, humans aren't supposed to know this much news. I can't within seconds read, um, here's the cities in 100 years that we're going to have to relocate to because of flooding. Denver, um, right. Dallas, Chicago. And I'm like, oh, God, it's okay. Don't buy an apartment in New York because New York's going to flood. You scroll a little more. Coronavirus is spread. We don't know how it's spread. But I'm like, okay, this year I better expect to get coronavirus and I'm going to have to wait. Then you scroll right. up a little more. Mike Bloomberg is a monster and he's racist. And he, US, he is a monster. He's racist. Then you scroll up a little more and it's like, uh, Bernie Sanders couldn't answer this comment in, in a debate. And now, oh, God, you're right. Pete Buttigieg isn't the right kind of gay. He's, oh, God, okay, keep going. You know, Donald Trump, oh, just keep, you know, and it's like in threes. And then people with their opinions. Well, I didn't mean for this tweet to go viral, but if it did go viral, I would have chose this tweet. And you don't know what you're talking. I'm like, ah, more yeah, tweets so right. on Twitter, and the world has ended. We're in fire and doom and gloom. I was like, Jesus Christ, that's why I like Instagram because you scroll and you're like, look at that puppy. That guy's got a nice ass, and wow, I need to try that cupcake. Do you? Do you? Do you ever? Like, do you ever have like a funny tweet idea? And then you yes, I had a very funny tweet because, well, I. Here's what it was. So there was an old Simpsons episode where Mr. Burns was, like, bribing everyone to win this film festival. And 
he, at one point he says, I bribed everyone in the world. Remember that beauty contest I won? And they show the newspaper, and it's Mr. Burns in a gown with a dress, uh, with, a, with a crown of flowers, and it says, Incontinent Old Man Wins Miss Teen America. And I was going to write, like, that's Bloomberg. Because it's right. so funny, because Bloomberg is literally buying his way to um, presidency. So I thought that would have been a really funny tweet. But then I thought, you know what? That one funny tweet is not worth my mental health. And that's, like, this girl from The Good Place, Jamil, Jamil or whatever, like, even though she said all these things and people are upset with her, and it's just like, girl, obviously Twitter's not good for you. Right. Like, it hasn't, it's not gone well for you. Like, why are you on it? Like, yeah. why are you creating more drama in your life? And then her boyfriend's trying to defend, get off Twitter. It doesn't work. No matter what, Jesus fucking Christ could come down from Twitter if he was real, right. and people would well, still have a problem with him. It's like, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, they'd be like, walking on water, what is he, what is he, too good for the ground? This guy yeah. over here. Also, like, let me just say this. Everyone who, all these fucking, like, evangelical Christians who are, like, in love with Jesus, but, like, hate, like, you know, Democrats and gays and stuff, it's like, you love a man who left you 2,000 years ago and still hasn't shown up? Like, what? Well, what is I, this? I think, I mean, yeah, that's it. I think when people take stuff literally, because, I mean, there's, like, so many translations of the... Because I think all that is, like, Jesus, Allah, like, all the spiritual leaders, it's, like, different interpretations of just some, like, higher power. And then when people... And it's been, like, trans translated and passed down. And then so when you start taking it, like, super literally, that's not necessarily the school of thought that right. makes sense to me. Is that what evangelicals that could, believe? That, like, do they take no, the Bible I, literally? Uh, I don't know if evangelicals take it literally, but they, I don't know. I'm a Catholic. We just hate everyone and ourselves. But, I, um, I don't know if evangelicals, I, I feel like they, I don't know, but they're the ones that are, because evangelicals, like, part of their thing is trying to, like, convert people, right? Like, they're, like, because, like, in a sentence, if someone's, like, like, if someone says offhand, like, oh, I'm evangelical about this bread, they're, like, oh, they're trying to spread the word. Like, they're, like, trying to, like... Right, so evangelicalism, evangelical Christianity, or evangelical Protestantism is a worldwide trans-denominational movement with the uh, Protestant Christianity, which maintains the belief that the essence of the gospel consists of the doctrine of the salvation by grace solely through faith in Jesus' atonement. God, it's okay. What does it mean to be evangelical? They believe in the centrality of the conversion of born or born again experience in receiving salvation and the authority of the Bible as God's revelation to humanity and spreading Christian. What does that mean? So I think they are taking it like more literally. And also, I know the born again, well, born again Christian is another thing, but born again, that's like when you're like. So I guess their thing is like they believe that the only way to salvation is is belief in Jesus Christ. But like. Right. Isn't that, that like all true. Christianity? I don't know. I got a cousin, like a pretty my distant cousin, and he's a he's Episcopalian preacher. Dis- yeah. <laughs> okay. Is yeah. that what they're called there? Preachers? Because like, I know Dis- they got to... Episcopalian. Well, they're not priests. Well, so yeah, yeah they're not preacher. Priests. Yeah, he's a preacher. Actually, it's kind of funny. He spoke like years ago. He spoke at his um, uh, grandmother's funeral, and he killed it. I mean, he was amazing. Like. 
he was, and his grandmother, I was related to his grandfather, and his grandmother, I don't know if she was Italian, but she got, she got, her funeral was in the North End in Boston, which is the Italian section. Yeah, that's Italian. I think she was Italian, because she lived there, and Hesse Sargent, but Sargent wasn't her last name, it was the last name of the one I was related to, but my mm-hmm. cousin Mark, when he spoke it, everyone was like, damn, like, phew, that was good. And then he went to school to become the, uh, whatever it is. Um, I'm a bad family member. I should know this. But it's interesting because I remember someone was talking about it. They're like, oh, Mark's living in, I think it was like he was living, he was living somewhere, but he want he wanted to live in Jacksonville. But it was like, oh, but you got to build up your congregation so you can get accepted to the church. Basically, it's like entertainment where it's like, you got to be a draw. Like, if you can right. bring. <laughs> right. Your congregation, like, I was like, oh, he's not, like, it's like, you got to work up to, like, headlining, and then you can kind of, and then once people come to see you, you can be at whatever church, but you got to, like, have numbers behind it. Isn't that, well, like, it's I like, never would have thought it's, of that. It, you know, it reminds me of, like, um, they have, there's, like, that movement of, like, cool preachers. They're, like, 29 years old, and they're, like, hip looking, and, like, yes, they're, they like, we're not even going to read the Bible, man. Right. Let's just chill, guys. Right. So let's We're just going to jump about... in circles and talk about sardines to rock music. Right, and then, oh, it just, why Maybe... can't anyone just go drink coffee, smoke cigarettes, and complain? That's what religion should be. Maybe I should try to start one of those churches. I don't think that's ever gone well for anyone ever. Oh, are you? What would your reli- what What would your religion be? Oh, it's going well for those motherfuckers. They, I mean, like, let's maybe they're doing maybe they're doing it spiritually for the right reasons, but also I think they're like worth like so much. Those mega church people are making bank. Yeah, they but are. I, I mean, it's like Joel Joel Olstein is like you oh, know. Yeah, but then remember, like during the hurricane, like he wouldn't open his mega church for evil. the people who needed homes, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like, you're a monster. Yeah, you're, yeah, because... And how do people look at that face and, and be like, this is the myself? Like, what? I confuse him with Tony Robbins 100% of the time. Tony Robbins is like seven foot eight, and it, Joel Olstein is like, uh, you know, like a shellacked thumb with a wig. Isn't he pretty tall, too? Pro- tall, too? I don't think he's that tall. For some he's reason... He's got teeth bigger than like a... Like, his teeth could be... His teeth could put on the Nutcracker ballet themselves. Yeah, he, for some reason, when I see pictures of one of them, I'm always, like, I get him confused. But those, because there was this comedian that used to do parodies of the mega church preachers, and he was a Christian comedian. I've seen him around, and then he got in trouble for, like, Me Too stuff, and then he got wiped out, so he hasn't upgraded his Instagram (laughs) in quite a while. (laughs) <laughs> Did you read about that? The, com- the Christian comedian? No. The Christian, oh, first of all, first of all, Christian comedians. What are you joking about? It was, they have a big, they have a big community. And I guess they, they like do churches. Because I remember he used to open for this guy. And I Googled the guy and the guy's actually pretty funny. I thought he was, I thought the guy was funny. His name's Tim Hawkins. But he only does churches. And he, he like sells out these giant churches and he's done by like eight o'clock because it's like you do a church from like six, you know, you, or you could do a church during the day or anything. And he must make so much money. And he makes so much money. But I don't know what you talk about. It. Maybe you just have to be like insanely clean. But that's uh, why it was a scandal. No, let's, let's try and write some Christian jokes right now. <laughs> um. um. um I mean, I have some jokes about Jesus, but they're 
they're not nice. Yeah, actually, they're, they're not mean. They're actually not mean at all. I mean, I, I, it's only if you don't like gay people, you don't like those jokes. Um, mm, well, oh. which is Christians. Um, I think you're not supposed to talk about sex. I don't even. I have no idea. I when I saw his act, it was mostly about being homeschooled. I mean, he was like super clean, and then I was reading something, and it was like, like comedian, you know, uses his platform to like aggressively hit on women, and they thought it was okay because he was a Christian, and then how about like. Jesus was visited by three wise men on the night he was born and brought, you know, like a crown or like food or whatever the <laughs> hell they brought. And it's like, I yeah, maybe, maybe bring, well, I'm trying to think if I was a Christian comic, it'd be like, how about a couple of diapers and a breast pump? Am I right? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Praise the Lord. I'd walk out on stage and I'd be like, I'd be like, all right, clap it up, you know, clap it up for everyone you saw. Let him hear it. Let him hear it. No, let him hear it. I'm talking about Jesus. And I gotta get him, get him clapping more, and get him going. I'm and saying, what like, did the wise men bring? The three gifts had a spiritual meaning. Gold is so they brought gold, which she's fucking. It's like zero BC. Her vagina's bleeding. She's in a great amount of pain. She didn't even want the fucking kid. God was just like, bam, that's yours. And it's not. And she's sitting in hay next to a fucking sheep. Can you imagine giving you? It's 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 enough to give birth in a hospital with doctors and nurses. Imagine trying to give birth in like zero BC in on a pile of hay while next to you is like. Okay, so they brought gold. Not not one of them brought like Tylenol. Oh, if someone brought me gold, I'd be fucking pumped. I wouldn't care when it was. And then they brought incense and then a balming oil. You know, they probably what the fuck. They probably bitch, didn't have like they probably didn't have a lot of places to go shopping. That was probably like <laughs> I bet that stuff was probably like like a She's giving birth journey. and she's like, I registered at Neiman Marcus. Yeah. Where is this? He I remember he used to be like booked up all the time, and I've gone to check his social media now, and it's just no more. Like, and he was gonna like release a big special, and then I don't know what it was. Just... Well, who, who's Justin Bieber's? Um, let me see. Oh, I Justin don't know, Bieber's. I, yeah, I know. He's I know got a guy who follows him around, like a uh, preacher, pastor, pastor. Oh, is that what? That's it what is? they're called. Justin Bieber's pastor. He's like the cool guy. Oh my god, his pastor is ripped. No, this walking is shirtless with Justin. Oh, his, his pastor's ripped. I thought you said rich. What do you mean ripped? Like he's like ripped, like muscular. He's walking literally like, like half naked next to J- Justin Bieber. Ditches his pastor. Ooh. Oh, oh so they're not, they're not together anymore. Had a major falling out. Why? I don't think you're supposed to have a falling out with your pastor. I feel like if you do, that's who you're supposed. You're supposed to like work it out. I don't think that any of that seemed like a healthy relationship. I don't, well, Justin Bieber's like going through it. But he, have you heard any of his new music? I have not. I've not because I'm, 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 I'm old. I'm right. 33. <laughs> I'm old. I'm not getting TikTok. I can't handle Twitter. My knee hurts. Um, I'm not listening to new music. I'm not watching new shows. I'm watching the same old shit that I've been watching since I was 12, and I'm gonna listen to the same old shit. That I've been listening to since I was twelve. I don't care anymore. They should make. They should remake that song, "No New Friends," a parody of it for no new shows. For just there's so many shows coming out. So it's like so many shows. So many shows. It's like, overwhelming. And people, I hate when people are like, "Have you seen this new show?" I haven't. I, I haven't seen that. it. 
And then I started watching so much more TV, and now I, and then, so then I liked it, and now I doubly hate it, because I'm like, no, no more shows, no more shows. I can't watch any more fucking shows. I can't. I can't care about any more characters anymore. And I've done, I've done it where it's like, you watch, like, three hours, and you're like, okay, that was nothing. Five hours, and then you're like, bug-eyed, like, because these shows are too But it's also like good. investing, like, in a dog, like, when you get a dog, you know it's gonna die when it's 12. <gasps> But but See? it's but it's the biggest I, gift to have. I mean, it's but, such a gift, right? But I can't I can't go through the pain again. Like Betty White better not ever die because I won't be able to handle losing all of the Golden Girls. So you wouldn't want to get a dog because you think because of getting close to it and then it would die. No, of course I'm gonna get a dog. I want like a Sheba and a Pitbull. Oh, I would love. I mean, the thing, yeah, it's because it it brings you so much like joy. So, and it's so there's something so special about. Because I've been reading a bunch about dogs, too. Because it's like they... And also, I haven't gotten to see my niece as much also. So I have... Like, I miss my niece and my nephew. So It's not like you were going to say, but fuck them. I got a dog now. <laughs> but now... Yeah, Bailey, who? No, I miss, I miss my niece and my nephew. So it's, like, extra nice to have Bowie there. Because, I mean, sometimes he makes me miss them, too. But it's... There's something, like, so special about, like... It's just, like, so... In a sense, feels weird to say because, like, he like probably like eats his own shit. But well, they they just like you know they want to be your friend, and they love you even though I'm like it's so amazing that dogs like open their hearts to people when they don't know what we're saying. It's like all through nonverbal communication or like they don't understand what we're saying, and they're still willing to like like love like love us. Like there's something so like sweet about it. Yeah, you should get one now. I don't have any space. I'm never home. I know. Who's going to take care of it? Yeah, Pitbull also you have to... See, one thing that's nice having a little dog is the little poops. You get a big dog, you got a big... I saw a guy walking his dog. That thing, I was like, did the dog poop or did you poop? Because that was a huge... It was huge And he's like, I did. Yeah, probably. If it was New York, I would have thought. That's what I would have thought. But it's like, you don't want to be picking up those giant poops. Um, can I read a quote that I heard Fran Lebowitz say recently Please. that struck me because I feel like it has everything to do with cancel culture, has everything to do with, like, um, just, just, like, where we're moving in a society. What are the three biggest things Fran Lebowitz did? Fran Lebowitz is a writer and public speaker. She works she for Andy Warhol. Okay, there. And was, did she do photography? No, she's not a photographer. Okay. She's a curmudgeon old lesbian who smokes and lives in the West Village and hates everything. Amazing. So she said, and I quote, If you're on the phone, that's where you are. It's not just New York. It's geography in general that has been dispensed with. Because that means you're always in the place you want to be, which is apparently dealing with yourself. Jesus. I don't want to deal with myself all the time. But she's right. I'm she, tired you know, of myself lots of times. I'm if, like, get me out of here. But what she's saying is, like, if you're looking at your phone, no matter where you are in the world, that's where you are. You're in your phone. You're not oh, in New York. You're right. not doing that. You're stuck in your phone. And the reason why I think we're getting so offended by things, she also went on to say, um, I don't understand people being offended. She goes, the only place I'm not offended is my apartment because I picked everything in the apartment. I expect oh, when I leave my house to be offended because that's not... It's not my things. And I'm right. like, yeah, that's right. And it's I think we're so yeah. into our phones. We're so stuck 
into our phones that we've manifested almost like a, a simulation, like a, a virtual reality where we only were like we're 50% in the real world and 50% in our phone. And we've merged the two to the point where we don't understand like if th- we've curated so much of our phone like into our world, our likes, what we like, what we follow, what we do, that if anything comes along to disturb the world we're trying to create for ourselves, then we're offended by it. And it's like, no, that's just the way the world works. Yeah, the world can, works when people have different opinions. You can, can, you can create yourself in multiple mediums. So you can have, you like, you're like cultivating yourself in lots of places, which is kind of, which is, I'm glad that we got to like grow up in a time where, I, like I'm glad when I was in high school, the only cell phone option I had was it could make calls and like kind of text. Right, and play Snake. Oh my God, and play Snake. Right, <laughs> but even yeah, because even then I like started being on the phone, but it was like nothing. And I remember, do you remember? It was before unlimited minutes. Do you remember when you had a certain amount of minutes? Yes, and then it's like okay, after eight p.m. everything's free. Yeah, is that even a thing anymore? Like, because I would. I don't think so. Yeah, I, it couldn't. I mean, it's ever like people don't have landlines anymore. Right, because I remember being like, yeah, I can't, I'm out of, or my dad being like, you use all your minutes and it's only been one week into the month. And it, I remember that was like a constant, and I remember like trying to get him to like get me more minutes. I'd be like, can I please have some more minutes? And he'd be like, no, nope, Because phones, nights phones back then were a means of just communicating things that needed to be communicated that you couldn't do within the home, right? So, like, of our parents' generation, we're the generation of gabbing and chatting and all that stuff. So it's like, when we got on the phone, we just wanted to socialize. Where our parents, like, this is, like, a means to send information. And now our phone's, like, the last thing I do on my phone is use the phone. phone. You ever remember talking to your friend and then, like, their parents would pick up or someone else, you could, like, listen in. Like, someone's on the phone. And then you, like, put, you can either put it on mute or you, like, move your mouth away from the receiver so they don't... Hear you breathing? Yeah, 1,000%. Yeah. I remember my friends Tom and I, like, talking about his mom, and then, like, I guess his mom, like, heard it, and then, like, I wasn't allowed to come over anymore. But I remember, oh, we were, like, trying to figure out ways to steal cigarettes from his brother, and, like, <laughs> we were We bad. used to stand outside, like, a 7-Eleven or, like, uh, what they had in Chicago called a white hen, and we would ask... Um, people that we thought would get us cigarettes to buy us cigarettes which is also like you don't want to be the person that's getting approached by the kids like that's not a good sign if all of a sudden you're the one everyone's like hey give me some beer like you gotta be like okay right you're just going in to pay gas and suddenly a 13 year old with like a shit blonde bleached job is running up to them being like hey will you buy us cigarettes i mean bad decisions why would anyone do that because it's not like the kids can ever offer you enough money that it's like worth it like what are they gonna do like i'll give you 10 extra bucks like well, I mean, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe that would do the trick and um, being inconsiderate to. But 10 bucks is never going to be worth getting kids cigarettes and booze. Right. But we, it did work. People got one yeah, time someone work. did it, but they sure bought us Virginia Slims. Right. And you're like, so, what? like, we were outside smoking Virginia Slims. We're like 13 with like wife beaters and like. Oh, my mom says I'm not supposed to say that word because it's a racist against Italians. But, you oh, know, really? like the. Yeah, wife beaters oh, and Dago a, Dago tea. Wife beaters is definitely problematic because that's like normalizing that. But that's what we called them back in the day. Right. Is and I never even knew what that meant. And then right. I remember my mom being because I guess those types of shirts were associated with Italians, so that's why they're called 
Uh, Dago teas. I never heard that and phrase. Dago tea. Dago is like a saying, like a bad word for an Italian. Oh, I ne- oh, sorry. Oops, I take it. I've never heard that word in my entire life. Dago. Well, yeah, you're not Italian, so uh, let me see. Why were they? Do other people called... call? Is that is that a thing? Like people Italians say amongst themselves, or is that something other people like? Like if if someone was being problematic and they were in a fight, they're like, "You're just a freaking D word." Um, yeah, Dago, Guinea, WAP. There was some... All right, so in Britain, the Belgian beer Stella Artois is sometimes called Delicious. a wife beater, not the shirt. Another theory that's popular is the blog sphere is that a wife beater comes from a case in 1947 of a Detroit man who beat his wife to death. Jesus. Photos from the time to show the man wearing a stained A shirt. So I guess that's what it was called. Hmm, maybe it's not about Italians. My mom just... No, it's definitely associated because whenever you watch mob movies, like, and they're, like, sitting around at, like, the end of, like, a long, hard day of doing what they do, if, once they're out of their suits, you see them, like, in those, like, white tank tops. Oh, yeah. You know? So this says, right. Oh, that's so funny that we, that's what we used to call them, though. Yeah, I mean, look, when you start looking back, you're like, what in the, are you in New York for a while or are you going on the road soon? Um, by the way, sorry if me saying wife beater offended anybody. Uh, but that's what, isn't that what we called them? It's what we called them. Yeah, but now we don't, what do we call them now? Undershirts or something? Um, Tank top undershirts or something? Girlfriend beaters. No, I'm just kidding. The role of the woman's been demoted. So it's a side piece beaters. <laughs> Could you imagine? Just and then they sell them at Target with that on the shirt. Yeah, like, oh, no, we don't, white beater, we don't call that anymore. I'm like, oh, good, good, that was offensive. Yeah, now it's a side piece killer. Like, yes, I, <laughs> side piece killer. This is, this is, this is, well, I'll have four, but this name. Yeah, the most offensive shirts ever. Because you, could, right. that, if that even, but sometimes people, like, sometimes companies just screw, remember there was, like, that racist ad where it was, like, they had, a child of color where it was like connotating them in the jungle and then none of the white kids were in the jungle. Wasn't it H&M? What? Do you remember that? H&M had a racist ad a while ago. Oh, yeah, it was, um, yes, I, something along the lines. Yeah, they did. They had like a, a young kid of color wearing like a racist shirt or something. I, yeah, no, yeah. no, what the, yeah. I remember oh, getting, so horrible. Who the fuck approved that? Yeah, that's what I'm, because I remember like hearing about it secondhand, but then I remember not going into H&M for, Ooh, at least good solid couple of months, something like that. Like, I, and then, yeah. Well, you shouldn't go to H and M in general because no matter what you buy, will immediately fall apart. I know it disintegrates. Apart. It disintegrates. Disintegrates. Yeah. Like Kleenex, they sell different shaped Kleenex. I know. I remember, and I remember when I first started going there, I was like, this place is amazing. Like, all this, it's so, it just seemed like so cool. Like, I thought that that was, like, the, the coolest. Like, I was like, oh, I'm a European model now. Like, yeah, because I remember in high school, I was like, it's European. Right. Right. Do you, are, you in, are you in New York for a while, or where, when do you go on the road? Uh, I go to, D- to Denver, February 27th to the 29th, so I better see you closet tears out there. Yes. Yeah, um, I, was, I got to meet some of you guys. I was in Indiana and then St. Louis, and I got to meet some of you guys there, which was, it was really, it was so fun to be... Um, like doing longer sets. Indiana was freezing. I mean, yeah, it's the Midwest. I mean, I've been cold, but this was ridiculous. This was like, I wanted to be like, who did you guys piss off? Like this was, 
it was, I think it was like zero, maybe. It was ridiculously yeah. cold. Well, I'll tell you, you know that, so like I was talking to my mom on the phone, because I was in Ohio um, a couple of weeks ago, and it was like, my skin like immediately dried up, my lips immediately dried up, like I was like so dry, and um, I remember being like, oh yeah, fuck the Midwest, because the my mom's like, well isn't New York the same? Like no, New York, actually the way like the stream in the o- the oceans work, like there's one single stream going around the whole world that helps circulate the temperature <laughs> of the earth, and it's in the ocean. That's a fun fact. And so our, the stream comes up from the Gulf of Mexico through the Bahamas up from Florida up to New York. So the New York weather for the winter times are always a little bit more temperate, if that's the right word, than the Midwest because the Midwest, their winters come from the dry, cold Arctic airs of Canada. So in the Midwest, it's always freezing and dry because you're literally in Arctic air while we are sort of like, it sort of knocks it off because we are getting like, sort of our weather coming from the Bahamas. So it's a little more humid, um, not so dry. Because I used to have, like, bad, bad dandruff and bad, like, frozen lips and stuff in the Midwest, and then now I'm, like, I haven't had those problems really in so long. Oh, see, when I was in the Midwest, I actually really like it there because but it's probably because you grew up more around that and then i didn't so i like it there because it just seems people seem so much like happier and like there's just like more space oh. and in the midwest yeah and then like things are less happier. expensive I don't know, happier oh definitely friendlier like people are just like friendlier there's 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 apple they are nicer you're like, right they're, yeah they're just like nicer good sense of i mean like i feel like you know if i'm at a comedy club most like well no that's not necessarily true that people have good sense of humor but you know what that's subjective but when i'm in whenever i go to the midwest and i i've probably only been there like mm, 20 times in my whole life it's just so different because it's not where i grew up at all like i'm like what is all this stuff like by the way i i know i just want to say i can't not you got to fact check me on why the weather is better in new york i realize i talked so out of my ass wait really I'm because pre- that sounded like you knew exactly i was like well I'm, pr- I'm i'm pretty sure i'm right i mean if but, you're making that up that would be so oddly specific i really doubt because it's not like i would be sure i would be i mean i'd be pretty impressed like you should go be a weatherman immediately uh tom skilling in chicago i'm looking up why New York weather. Why New York winters aren't not as bad as Chicago? Have you been Have you been going on any any dates or? Oh, I was right. New oh, York has I modified right. mar, maritime, warmed and moisturized by the Atlantic Ocean, but only somewhat chilled by the continental air. That make yeah. If you were making that up, every now and then I'll like remember a line from some like audition I studied, and I'll be like, "Where did that come from?" And then I I'll check if it was right because I'm like, I wouldn't have just made that up. Like if you just made that up, that would have been truly bizarre. I would have been ha- I would have been hospitalized. You would have been you like it would have been like someone was speaking through you for it to be like that specific. You're like, well, it's like the Arctic wind in Canada, two degrees <laughs> times seven. But if you're me and then you're like, eh, I don't know what I'm talking about. That would be yeah. <laughs> very impressive. But I'm a liar. Have you been um, doing any dates? No, I have been, um, I've really, you know what I'm doing is I'm just so busy totally. writing new material and doing shows every night, which I'm in like a really good, um, uh, I'm actually doing a show in New York before I come to Chicago called 
new jokes Mateo. I haven't put it online yet. Oh, that's where fun. I'm just gonna do an hour at the Fat Black in uh, in the, in the Comedy Cellar and literally have my notes out and talk back and forth with the audience about jokes. That's a great idea. That's a, what. What's the date for that? Um, uh, March nineteenth. See, that's like, I mean, yeah, that's a great idea. Because also when people go in knowing that, what I'll do now sometimes if I'm on the road, I'll be like, you know, like towards the end, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to try out some like new stuff and then we'll bring it back around. And then 100% of the time people, you only want to do it if things are going well, but like 100% of the time people will be like, yeah, cool. But like doing that for an hour would be really fun because then you can figure out how you're going to like start all, I remember Louis Anderson said one time, like, when you go up and you're working on a lot of new stuff, your your ego will pull you through. Like, you'll, like, if you're, like, not sure what you're going to do, you want to wait. And, like, sometimes your ego will just, like, because it doesn't want to, you don't want to be left hanging up there. You'll come up with stuff mm-hmm. in the pressure of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and also, like, yeah, I've built, like, I think I told you, from December to now, I've built, like, almost a new 20 minutes that's great and if you're listening and you're like that 20 minutes isn't that long it's a long time that is a long time i mean if i get like five new minutes in a month or less i'm like i'm moving on up because sometimes you do stuff that works for like a few days and then it does it dies and then you put it on the side and then you try something new and then that dies it's like it's so it's like it's so hard to keep things like going and like oh this is gonna work for a long time and let's let's get this moving and so yeah I've got like a kind of a new 20 minutes and I just forced myself to do it and the pressure at the cellar I was like just go up and fucking do it Mateo and it yeah a new doing a new 20 minutes that's like if you're like trying to wear like some pants that are like eight sizes too small and then like squishing yourself into them and then if you do and then they actually fit and you're like oh my god I can't believe that worked like that to me, that's kind of, well, it's a better feeling than that, but it's like, that's how hard it is. Like, you're trying to do something that just doesn't, feels like Well, it's also, to. anytime someone says 20 minutes, try right now by yourself to say three minutes of jokes and then say them in front of your friends and see if they all land. Now right. do that for 20 minutes. Right. Oh, God, I have so hard. many memories of trying out jokes on friends when I was in college before I started doing stand-up. So many. I remember doing Joan Rivers jokes, like, the at lunch and stuff, like, saying her one-liners just to see, like, how it felt. And yeah. people would, like, die of laughter. And I was like, ooh, ooh this, this is, is fun. fun. I, um, I should get out of the closet because there's no circulation in here. And, then... and also, it's time to stop looking yeah. at Shane. Because I, I feel, I'm, you know what, I'm going to open the door. I think Ashley's probably up anyway. Um, <laughs> but it was so fun to catch up, and I'm so glad we get to do another episode. Same. And also, we'll, we'll obviously, you and I will chat, but we'll be yes. doing this next week. Awesome. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. All right, bye, guys. Bye-bye.